1: Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. Today's episode is going to be all about stock investing, equities, financial literacy. I love equities. They have their goods. Um, And the guest I have is Sean Tepper, and he tries to make investing has never been easier. So we're going to talk about his story, and he's going to leave you guys inspired, motivated, and I'm happy to welcome him to the show. So Sean, welcome.
0: Christopher, thanks for the invite.
1: Yeah, um, kind of set the stage, your experience, your background, and we're going to dive right into the conversation.
0: Sure. I kind of keep it high level here, but I have about uh, 20 years business experience, uh, combined with some investing. I built a a company in the 2000s, an agency um, building tech, went through a merger in 2010 after the recession, and then got into working for uh, large corporates. Um, I did a lot of work with like project management, In parallel to that, though, probably over 13 years now I got into investing. Long story short there, I created an Excel sheet with a little help from Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, another guy by the name of Phil Town, um, as a way to make investing easier. And I used it for about four or five years, making returns that were like between 15 and 50% in the market. It was value investing based. Uh, brings me to 2019, I started sharing this Excel sheet with others. And people are like, hey, when are you going to turn this into a software so we can use it? Um, so it took me about a, a year to build the first version of ticker. We went live in 2020, took about six months to get the first paying customer. Our platform was far from mature, <laughs> but with feedback from our customers, and a lot of hard work. We're now, uh, we've been live three years. We have a little over 8,000 customers in about 50 countries. And we're really proud of this last little, uh, detail is we have a 4.9 out of five on Trustpilot. We're big on our, our customer service
1: yeah it's really interesting and i I love this um like I said i I got my financial freedom through uh equities and real estate and mm-hmm. um so those are the fundamentals. so kind of talk about um so a lot of these um this idea of stock investing trading, which is better
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> so in our onboarding, like when people join, they get a series of emails like every day and you can skip and read them all at once, but there's one that's like invest. Investing versus trading. Um, and long story short, uh, trading is a job. You are trading your time for a paycheck, whereas investing, you're making money work for you. That's the purpose of investing. Like Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, they did not become billionaires because they're sitting watching charts and trading all day. Um, so we've got a series of facts, but a big one here is I ask you this question. So As of today, there are about 3,000 billionaires on the planet. How many of them do you think are traders and how many of them do you think are investors?
1: I I figure, I mean, I'm pretty sure over 90% are long-term investors.
0: All right. So here we go. Uh, there are zero billionaire traders. And of the 3,000 billionaire investor or billionaires out there, about 50% are investors, 50% are entrepreneurs. So some would argue and be like, right? Like some would say, well, could they all be investors? Well, technically entrepreneurs invest in themselves. So um, yeah. there you go. There are zero billionaire traders. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Cause um, what do you think about this idea? Cause um, I've always advocated for long-term investing and just yeah. kind of just buy and hold. But uh, you know, with recent volatility, you can actually um, capitalize on some of that volatility, you know, short-term trades just kind of for cash flow. It's nothing, it's not going to make you a billionaire, but it, at least it, you know, can add some extra side income.
0: It is, it is very hard. Like we have a statistic <laughs> in our onboarding. It's like 99% of traders lose money because it's, it's so hard to time your entry and exit points. It's yeah. much better to value invest, Warren Buffett style, like invest in strong businesses and then keep investing. But yeah, like trading, it's, uh, I've I've got a podcast too, and I've interviewed people that do like stock trading, crypto trading, options <laughs> trading, Forex trading and commodities trading. The only trading strategy that you can make some money based on statistics is Forex, but, you're investing about 10, like we're talking 10 to 12 hours per day, because you have to hit multiple time zones going from um, Asia Pacific over to Europe, over to the U it is. In most cases, you're not losing money, but I guess you can feel good, like making, you know, yeah. maybe a few bucks a week, but <laughs> and, and that's as good as it gets.
1: Yeah. It's always, um, like I said, I'm a value investor. I just, you know, mm-hmm. the, the most common question is like, you know, you know, because uh, there was, you know, these people. You hear these people on TikTok and YouTube. They're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I made twenty k, thirty k this month trading." And you know, most of the time you lose. But um, you know,
0: <laughs> I so here's a quick story. I will keep it really sharp. But my tax guy, he wouldn't give me the name of the person, but he's like, "Yeah, one of my clients made uh close to a million. No, it wasn't a million. It was uh twenty thousand dollars last year trading." Yeah. Um, but how much do you think he lost the previous? like 5 years and he was like he inherited a bunch of money he lost like over 5 years It was close to 5 million dollars. Oh wow. So 5 million dollars in the hole. Yeah. but then $20,000 plus and he felt good about that. My tax guys like you got to be you got to be kidding. You're proud of that? It's just uh-huh. how some people can just burn cash. It's just it's yeah. baffling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um so here's the, here, here's another question i get often is um stock investing versus real estate you know good the mm-hmm. good and bad
0: yeah so uh, i'll kind of break it down into three categories with um building your wealth you will actually build your wealth faster with stocks because the appreciation of good businesses is faster than real estate However, investing in stocks does not produce passive income. You can invest in dividends and pay yourself a dividend every quarter, but if you want more consistent uh, passive income, go into real estate. So we, my community, we love real estate, but it's like weigh the pros and cons. You want passive income, go into real estate. You wanna really accelerate your wealth and see that money, little delayed gratification, go into some strong businesses because you're gonna accelerate your wealth much faster.
1: Yeah. What about selling covered calls and covered puts?
0: Okay. Um, we we do support one option strategy. You could do covered puts, but we do prefer cover calls essentially. If your audience doesn't already know, you want to buy us like one contract. I did an example today with a few customers on Caterpillar. I'm like, let's say you buy one contract of Caterpillar, which is 100 shares, their share price is like 247 today, um, which is an investment of about $24,000. And then you sell a covered call against it and you can make a few bucks if you sell it for a profit or if it goes down, you collect a premium. So either way you make money. But I tell people, if you really wanna make some passive income per month, you you should be expecting to invest probably between 50 and $100,000 minimum um, which I then I raised the question opportunity cost. You could take that, let's say, a hundred thousand dollars, put it into some strong value stocks. It's going to outpace that, let's say, a thousand to two thousand dollars a month by a long shot. Yeah.
1: The other, uh, yeah, great question. And then the other question I have recently is, um, sectors is because, um, if you look at the uh, Nasdaq, um last I checked it was like up 40 percent um yeah. S&P and Dow Jones are like 10 percent or something and um yeah I mean yeah. the and if you look at like the major like top gainers it's the it's like they what they call the magnificent seven and then the others are just kind of stagnant or down I'm sure it's like I think November December you have you know mm-hmm. the the market is up a little bit so you know what is this you know, there a lot of people are starting to say, oh, allocate a core position in like Apple and um, uh, Amazon and Google. And then kind of like your, kind of your, um, to supercharge, you know, there's like Tesla, you know, Facebook, um, you know, Coinbase, all these. What What are your thoughts on that?
0: Uh, so I want to, sort of your listeners that don't know, the Magnificent Seven is a new name that has been coined here. So this includes Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, Meta, Microsoft, NVIDIA, and Tesla. Um, So within our platform ticker, actually most of these stocks here, it's really Amazon doesn't really check out right now, but most of them are actually really really well rated. And the moral of the story is, sure, they're hot names, but these are businesses, and this is what we teach our audience. (laughs) You want to invest in businesses that have multiple streams of income. They're well diversified. So if one leg of the table is pulled out from under, it can still thrive no problem so yeah they're hot names but they are also well i mean really well diversified business models multiple scalable streams of revenue and they happen to be financially strong companies in ticker it's like they are the magnificent seven without a doubt yeah yeah
1: um yeah so yeah mag seven and then the other like for example like people are like okay i don't want to Invest in tech, it's too risky, um, Mm -hmm. too volatile, you know, interest rate risk. um, Although I think kind of interest rate cycles kind of kind of peak now. Um, But uh, like what companies uh, should people be looking at? Like, you know, kind of uh,
0: like Costco, you know, BlackRock, um, McDonald's, all that. To touch on your comment on tech. You're right. Like tech, and we saw this. It was actually November of 21 when the market really started to nosedive. Three reasons. I'll keep it short. Russia, rumors of invading Ukraine is number one. Two is the Omicron variant of COVID. Number three is that's when uh, inflation started to rise. So it's like this triple threat. We went into a recession. I would call a recession (laughs) two consecutive down quarters. Our recession. We were there about a year and a half. But anyway, tech stocks feel the pain the most. They can. Go way down. But if you can withstand the roller coaster ride down, you can make very big returns in the long term. So if you can't really stand the roller coaster ride, then yes, look at some other stocks. Not financial advisor here, but I'll list a few that might be options to throw some stock shares into. Um, Costco's great. They've got the membership model built onto their, their model, which is high profit margin. Um, I like uh, uh, modern golf. I'm a, I, I play golf, so I like modern golf and Callaway. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a fun model. I don't know if you know much about Top Golf, but yeah. um, they bring fam- you bring families in, rent a bay for an hour, order some <laughs> cheeseburgers and fries, have a beer too. It's like it's yeah. great. So that's fun one. There's Rollins, which is um, they're popular with like pest control. I think termites and it is you're in Texas. So you get it like Southern U S you've got insects. <laughs> you got to take care of it. Rollins owns everything from Orkin to whatever. So those are just three examples of non-tech companies that um, they're decent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It was interesting. Cause uh, I, the first time I got into Costco um, was in uh, 2012 or this. And then um, I was like, man, so many people are here. Like and they had that membership model mm-hmm. as you, I was like, man, this has gotta be a good and now looking, I was looking at their dividend, and you know, back then it was like less than a hundred. I was like, you know, this is a good, you know, good bargain if you're value, just hold it. And it's like it's done very well. So um
0: great choice. Yeah, that's a great, <laughs> great non tech stock because you know it's it's like the big warehouse play. Yeah. Um, coupled with the membership model. That's a lesson learned for any entrepreneurs out there. If you can create a membership model bolted onto your business, it's a smart play. Yeah,
1: yeah. Next question is, you know, there's this, you know, you mentioned hype, you know, there's hype with tech, hype with crypto, Bitcoin, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. And then BOMO, right? So you talk about how to control your emotions, kind of talk about that.
0: Uh, so one of my favorite case studies here is a guy by the name of Ronald Reed. He was a janitor that built up a portfolio of $8 million. The question <laughs> is, how does somebody who's making close to minimum wage become a multimillionaire? Well, the answer is uh, controlling your emotions. And what he did, this is brilliant, is you just, you buy strong stocks and you keep buying more. Um, I have to say this, a lot of new investors worry about as soon as they buy a stock, their next question is, okay, when do I sell it? That should not be your question. You wanna be like Ronald Reed and you wanna buy and then buy more. And you would keep doing that. You don't wanna miss a month. You don't wanna miss a paycheck. You wanna keep buying more. And it's really the resilience. You do not care what the market does. And I tell people this is kind of, people look at me like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I am not, (laughs) I do not invest in the stock market. I invest in businesses that just so happen to be in the stock market. So in other words, I do not care what the market's doing. I just keep investing like Ronald Reed and Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. Who cares what the market's going to do? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's just basically... You know, dollar cost average, just put it in, set it, forget it, um, track the major indices. That's kind of the safest way. Yeah. Um, high savings rate. Um, like, yeah, it's, it all comes down to habits. It's like, it's just basically financial habits and, yes, and, um, you know, it's not rocket science or, uh, but,
0: uh, although people make it out to be, but you're right. (laughs) It is not rocket science.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah um so the kind of question is like so people we talked about dollar cost averaging and so Mm -hmm. kind of talk about how much should people start with how much Mm -hmm. should they be investing in every month we know which kind of what should they be looking for um and
0: uh
1: and then what happens if people like some people are like oh i don't trust the stock market i'm not gonna invest in stock market (laughs) uh talk about that as well
0: i'll i'll hit on that right away actually so (laughs) To give you context, over the last hundred years, there have been about nineteen bear markets slash recessions. Some people debate that could be a little higher, a little lower, but only nineteen, the average duration is nine months. That tells us that they don't happen often, and when they do, they don't happen very long. They don't occur very long. So this tells us that you are typically pretty safe. If you invest and you think long term, don't try to sell tomorrow, but you think long-term, your money is safe, especially if you're investing in strong businesses. So that's that's one answer. Number two would be, how much do you start with? This is like ticker, um, give you context, like 80% of our audience are complete beginners. They've never invested before. They hear about like stocks from a friend or YouTube or Reddit or whatever. Where do I start? So we tell people it's like that feeling. You're like a little kid jumping into the swimming pool the first time. Like I remember that moment for myself. It's like, you jump it in the deep end, you're scared as can be. But then after you do it once, it's like, oh, this is not too bad. So you want to start with like between a hundred dollars and a thousand. And your objective, as we tell our audience is not to build wealth or get rich. It's to increase confidence that is the number one word in our platform everybody cares about is confidence and that's it just go out buy your first stock because after you do it once you realize like this is actually pretty easy and then go into Ronald Reed mode Warren Buffett mode and keep buying more those strong businesses every month
1: yeah yeah um and uh you know kind of as we come to the conclusion you know, th- if people want to find out more about Sean's work, uh, all of his resources will be in the links and show notes. But talk about like um, Ticker. How does it reduce risk? Um, how can Ticker make any beginner an expert? Um, how can they get started, sure. learn, et cetera?
0: Yeah. So people know like Ticker is not a broker. A broker is where you, like a TD Ameritrade or Robinhood or Fidelity, where you connect your bank account and that's where you actually make your trades. But none of those platforms teach you like, hey, what's a good stock? What's a bad stock? Like, is Tesla good? Is Tesla bad? Is GameStop good? Is that? You will know the difference as soon as you get into ticker, you can look up really any stock. Um, And then it teaches you everything along the way. Your education is, that's that's a big focus. So like, when do you buy? When do you sell? How much should, I know that's one question I breezed over earlier is how much should you invest every month? We recommend between 15 and 30% of your income. You can't get there. That's okay. Start small, but work your way up. But it teaches you all those things along the way, how to reduce risk, and essentially how it works is, um, I won't get into too de- too much detail here. But we look at the income statement, cash flow statement, and balance sheet of businesses over the last five years, and we want to see like you'll get this. You're an entrepreneur, an investor. We want to see numbers like the revenue increasing year over year and quarter over quarter. We want to see the net income, the profits. Um, we want to see the debts decreasing, you know, we want to see the assets increasing. It's it's like, we do all that automatically. So you don't have to manually do it. So that way, you know, like, Hey, is this stock a good stock or should I run for the hills and look for something else?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, how can people contact you, check out your work, um, follow you on social media and, um, you know, check out your uh, products.
0: Um, I always send people at two locations. So go to ticker.com. It's T-Y-K-R.com, ticker.com. Uh, second location would be the podcast, Payback Time, if you're interested in like real estate investing or like building businesses, um, investing in the market. We cover a wider breadth than just stocks. It's kind of like a uh, anywhere you want to build wealth, it's like we're your place. So yeah, go to Ticker yeah. or check out Payback Time.
1: Yeah. And for all the audience out there, let's thank Sean for a really engaging conversation. Again, you know, stocks, it takes, you know, do your research. You know, this is not advice we're just discussing right. and all of his resources. Be sure to check out Ticker and follow him on socials. Give him a like. Um, and with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast.
0: Yeah, thanks for the invite, Christopher.